Hey, I'm Alan Hunter. You're listening on the Pantheon Network. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders. Was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome to another song title challenge, where the question is, climbers, how should you write this one? Not how could you, how should you, right? The the low-hanging fruit is most often not the right way to go, the first idea that you have. Sometimes it is, but mostly it's not. You got to dig down a little bit. As Brent says, past the dirt, past the copper, past the gold, past the platinum to get to that diamond record. That idea that's like, what? The idea that can take the most mundane song title that just is boring as all get out boring af on the hookbook page and turn it into something incredible right that's right like the dance i mean come on that's like wah, wah, you know, <laughs> oh my god that song is everybody's hero yeah so climbers send in their song titles and we bring on an esteemed guest a songwriter an artist and they kind of help us flesh out your idea. So send your song titles into info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com. I say there's no S because if you know how to type, your ring finger is just going to want to hit that S and you're not even going to be thinking about it. It's a motor skill. Yeah. So make sure you double check it and make sure you put song title challenge or S. TC in the subject line. That way it gets into the right folder. If you don't, it won't. I won't know about it. I get lots of crap in my email, just like you do. Hmm. And I'm not digging through it to open it up every meal to see if maybe somebody might have sent me something and didn't. Right. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't have time for that. So make sure you do that because we want to read, we want to put yours on the air, right? And this is a a fun creative exercise, guys. This is not a, a co-write in any way, shape, or form. This is the idea behind this is to give climbers a glimpse behind the, the curtain there on how pro writers think before they even put pen to paper, right? Like, what are they, how are they working out that angle? What mm-hmm. are the different sort of exercises that they go through before you start writing the lyrics to make sure you've got that right angle? And I think if you go back and listen to the over 100 episodes, right. we've got 100, over 150 episodes now. Yes, this. this should be episode 153 crazy yeah that's right 153 and did i do that right yep yep 153 (laughs) i'm like oh crap that sounds like a lot no but this is i mean you're gonna find like mostly it's like at it's kind of at the end where we're Mm -hmm. just like there it is boom drop the mic that's the one it's just very clear to everybody that's the way you would go with with that song title Mm -hmm. so we use all of what we say use none of what we say Uh, if, if this is your idea you know god bless we just the only thing we demand is a invite to the number one party Mm-hmm. And the, the other thing is just as even if you're a solo writer, this is a fantastic way to to revive the life in the old tired hooks in your hookbook, right? Because as humans, we just if you did it four years ago, you rarely are looking back four years to find that hook. It just they feel old, they feel dusty, they feel musty, and they just have this sort of like feeling and you know what just a little bit of attention mm-hmm. 15 yeah. minutes of tlc brent's gonna tell you he did it he gets cuts right yeah mm-hmm. that's right i've gotten cuts off 
titles that are years and years old that I went through and did my own song title challenge myself and figured out an angle, brought it into a room, and good stuff happens. So it works for me. So I'm going to keep on doing it, whether y'all are listening or not. So take that. There you go. That's right. So let's, uh, why don't you introduce our guest? Yes. Our guest today, recognized as the 2023 Series XM Top of the Country winner and a 2022 CCMA Interactive Artist of the Year. CCMA is Canadian Country Music Awards, y'all. Today's guest continues to make her mark as a rising talent in the Canadian country music industry. This guitar-wielding singer-songwriter was named the 2022 Country Music Alberta Horizon Female Artist of the Year, as well as the first artist to simultaneously secure the iHeartRadio Future Star and Stingray Trending Track features, which catapulted her single Wanted You Too to hit number 25 on the media-based country charts. The song was the highest-charting independent CanCon, and that's Canadian content, single of 2021, and received the Horizon Single of the Year at the Country Music Alberta Awards. All that to say, I'm glad she's letting me write songs with her before she is too big to write with me. So, Haley Benedict, welcome to The Climb. Welcome, Haley. Hello. Uh, thank you for having me today. I'm so stoked. Yeah. Thank you for saying yes. That is, uh, that's an impressive, act. I mean, like, so what you're saying is, like, if we're going to drive around together in a car, Brent and I are in the backseat because all your awards got to ride shotgun. Oh, no. Just, <laughs> no way. <laughs> there's not enough room in the front seat for anything else. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So, I, I will not lie. I am a believer in Haley. That's why I, I do feel blessed to write with her. And y'all listen to this now and get to know her before everyone else finds out. There we go. I mean, they're finding out. You better hurry up. Oh, that's so kind. Thank you, mm-hmm. Brent. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah, but it, it's ramping up, right? It's ramping up. Quickly. I'm like, oh, the rock is taking off. Get on board. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. All right. Well, Haley, you know, the rules come in early and often. Okay. Yep. Just jump right in and be aggressive. Are you guys ready? All right. (laughs) All right. What's our title? All right. So this is from a climber that I'm 1,000% positive we have not used any of her titles in the past. Her name is Lori Lotz. Okay. Or Lori Lotz, L-O-T-Z. I I think it would probably be pronounced Lotz, but Mm -hmm. Lori, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. Forgive me. The song title is What I Didn't Know. Hmm. Okay. What I Didn't Know. So my hot take on this is what I didn't know. I thought, I don't know that I've ever heard that before. So it seems to me to be so, I don't want to use the word cliche because I don't don't think I've ever heard it before. Yeah. But, you know, it it seems to be common, right? Like a common phrase, certainly, Mm -hmm. that, that, that people have used. And... I also think it's broad enough mm-hmm. that there's a million ways we could go on this uh, and really turn it into something special with a little bit of digging. Yeah, it's one of those where I'm like, is that on my in my hookbook somewhere? Have I written that? I'm not sure. I'm trying to remember. Like, have I written that? It feels like it. you should have, right? No, I mean, that's yeah, what I mean. I have it, why haven't so I? So familiar. Yeah, which could be good or bad if you're trying to get it heard, but. Um, no, I think it's a solid title. There's definitely stuff we can mine out of that. Because any title like that with a what I didn't know, you're like, oh, here comes a list of all these things I didn't know. Like, could be good or bad. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was thinking, too, you could also have the opposite of all the things mm-hmm. you did know. And maybe that is like the low-hanging fruit, right? Where, yeah, all the things you did know, and then there's that last flip at the chorus or something, and what I what I didn't know. Yeah. 
like, I know all these wonderful things about you, but it didn't work because of what I didn't know. Yeah. That you're a loser. Or, okay, or, or, or to be, yeah. to put on the Brent Baxter hat of mm -hmm. positivity. <laughs> I mean, you want to talk about not one pedestal, but as putting her up on two pedestals, right? It's like, here's all the things that I know that I loved about you. But what I didn't know mm -hmm. was that you were like this awesome. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then it's like these other things that are maybe the first things are like superficial ish. Yeah. yeah. And, and then there's like the bigger stuff. Like, you know what? Like what I didn't know is you'd pull over on a highway and take mm -hmm. care of, get a stray dog and yeah. you know, help him out or go work at the soup kitchen or just crazy deep stuff that you know, like what I knew is you look good in that dress or you look good in those shoes, whatever out like mm -hmm. external stuff that you knew could tell as a stranger. What I knew is that you had an amazing laugh that, you know, you're great dancer, all this stuff. But what I didn't know was the more personal intimate things that you wouldn't know as a stranger until you get into the relationship or whatever. Yeah. So that'd be a cool way to take it. Yeah. I don't know where you're going to take it first, but, yeah. And you could go, I mean, it could be real personal in that stuff too. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, talking about her relationship with her mom or with her sister mm -hmm. or stuff that only you would know if you got to know her. Right. Yeah. Like, you know, those things that only her significant other is going to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, how she likes her coffee maybe. And yeah, the things that just aren't, and I guess that's what I meant by superficial was maybe the wrong word, but like a parent, like mm -hmm. on the outside that are clear. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But you didn't know the intimate stuff. Yeah. That's cool. I, I think of the Toby Keith song too. I think this is Toby Keith song. I wish I didn't know now what I didn't know then, <laughs> you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't, you yeah. know, like she's cheating on him or whatever. He's like, man, I wish I didn't know now what I didn't know then. You know, when you're cheating on me, wish I didn't know that now. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like what you don't know. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's already been done well. But. Oh, okay. Oh, that's another thing, Haley. Uh, we forgot to tell you. You can put anything, carte blanche, anything before or after the title mm. to mm. twist it up. So how about, you know, what they say, what you don't know won't hurt you. Well, what I did know. Hurt the, like the. Did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what yeah. I didn't know oh, did man. hurt me. Yeah. I didn't know. What I didn't know hurt you. Sorry, what I didn't know. You know, they say what you don't know can't hurt you, but. What I didn't know hurt you, hurt you, or something like, like we we're Johnny. What we were talking about in a previous episode when your therapist was like, "You didn't grow up with sisters, did you? Because you don't know crap about women." Uh, <laughs> so it's like I didn't know how this worked. <laughs> this is okay. This is a good point. Okay, hold on. This is okay. This could be the. This could be it. Like this might be is too deep for three minutes. Yeah. But one of the things I learned, like that's what I learned in that, was like I don't. You know, when you have a sister that's older or when you have a sister that's within four years of you, you see how they deal with relationships mm -hmm. and how they deal with breakups and how they, you know, you're privy to that. And without that, you just don't have any information, right? Yeah. And also comes to fact, my dad, three brothers, right? Not a tool he possessed to help me in that regard, right? Yeah. He, he's got the same, we're both clueless in that regard. So- when you're trying to communicate with somebody, right? When you're trying to have that relationship, if you don't understand where they're coming from, like what I don't know can hurt you, even though I'm trying to do the right thing. Yeah. I'm trying to be like, you know, because you're serving it up wrong. You're not understanding where they're coming from in that moment. And that could be, I don't know how to 
make that cool into a lyric, mm-hmm. but that is, yeah, like what I didn't know hurts you. Yeah, it's kind of like, sorry that what I didn't yeah. know hurt you so much. But it doesn't have to be the end of a relationship either. It can be, it can be like, this is the man, men are from Mars, women are from Venus thing. Yeah. Where that could be a good man. That'd you could think that one out, but that could be good. Yeah. What I didn't know. There's an old Colin Ray song that was on like a B side, just an album cut on one of his early records that I just loved. It's called like What They Don't Know. And it's what they don't know just might be a blessing. You know, don't get them second guessing. Let them believe without a doubt. Like, you know, these starts off with these kids fishing in a puddle. He's like, there's no fish in there, but I ain't going to tell. Them. Yeah. You know, and then, you know, young lovers, you know, just believe and they can last forever. Hey, what they don't know just might be a blessing. So makes me think about, you know, what I didn't know. Like, the first thing I think of is like kind of entrepreneurship or whatever, trying to achieve some goal is like, what I don't know is like when you start, out, I don't know how to play a G chord. I didn't know all this stuff, but you know what else I didn't know? How to give up. How to quit? I love oh. that. That kind of stuff, like, which That's which could be really cool. Which makes me want to do that, like second or third person. Just that way, you're not like I'm incredibly awesome. You know, else I don't know humility. But so I don't want to do that first person. Probably, maybe like what you don't know or what she doesn't know. You know, if it's a relationship context of what she didn't know is like I could be hard to live with. You know, or what I didn't know maybe was. I also think about like what I didn't know about myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you get married, you get in a big, serious relationship. You start finding out all kinds of stuff about yourself. You didn't know. And, but maybe like what I didn't know is also like, it's worth the struggle. It's worth the working things out and the growing and the personal growth that is sometimes painful. I don't know. I don't know. That, there's stuff. How, how, about if you go, yeah. how about if you go deeper with that? And it's like a mental health thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, well, what if it's about somebody struggling? right? Mm-hmm. With whatever, like, you know, you and I have talked about on the pod before where it's like, if you're a victim of something, mm-hmm. right? Like it's not your fault, but it is your responsibility. Yeah. You know, like a victim of rape, right? Like yeah. it's your responsibility to fix it because it's your heart that was broken, right? It's mm-hmm. your, it's your soul that's been damaged. And so you're the only one that can fix it. And so maybe that could be like a really deep, but a really powerful story of what I didn't know was it was my responsibility. Like I can make this better. I can heal the cracks. I can, you can get past the devastation of something like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When I, I heard the title, it also made me think of like, when you're kind of bringing up that other song about growing up in the fish, like kind of your loss of innocence Mm. as a kid. Oh yeah. And just like how, how beautiful, like, when and I don't know totally how you yeah, but when when things life was almost better when you didn't know all the answers yeah and when the trees were felt so big everything just felt like uh, or I like I think of I was a big Harry Potter fan mm-hmm. growing up and I genuinely thought I was going to get a letter from Hogwarts <laughs> and I was like devastated when I found out like all these things that I believed in weren't real. And so coming to terms with that, it was like, man, sometimes I wish it was like, I liked life better when I didn't know all the realities of, of all, you know, of life and all the twists and turns. And sometimes it was better being a little bit oblivious to things. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Johnny. Okay. Springboarding off of what Haley just said. Cause I got some uh, off that too. <laughs> so 
What about what about like a relationship song, totally positive, mm-hmm. where when you're in love with somebody, there are things that I know that like there's been moments in my life when I've been in love and I find I'm laughing at myself because I'm like, I have fired somebody before for doing what just happened, but for some reason when you do it, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't bother me, right? So yeah. maybe it could be like all the maybe some of the fun sort of annoyances mm-hmm. that are in a relationship. Like I didn't know that you snored. I didn't know that you <laughs> leave all the drawers open. I didn't know. What I didn't know was that you did this and you did that. But what I do know is that I love you more now than I did before. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like what I do know means more than what I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. Or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there you go. There you go. I love that. Yeah. I wrote a song with Brent Anderson. I believe it was with Brent Anderson years ago called, uh, it's like now that I know you or something. And the whole thing was like, I never knew. Oh, it's called till I knew you. It's like, I didn't know. I love the scent of vanilla till you lit those candles, you know, let them burn all night long. I didn't know turquoise was my favorite color. So you, had, you know, I saw those earrings on you kind of thing. Mm. Shout out to my wife, Emily, who likes turquoise. <laughs> so that kind of thing, like, I didn't know I love this stuff. There's so much I didn't know about me till I knew you. So there's a way to kind of that kind of idea. And I like Haley's thing about the, the innocence of like the youth, like, Back when I didn't know what I didn't know, or I knew everything except for what I didn't know. Like, you know, when you're young, you know everything, right? Yeah. And you don't know what you don't know. It's like, I didn't know what I didn't know because I knew everything. I didn't know there were these holes in my knowledge or experience or whatever. You know, when I didn't know what I didn't know, it was just weird. Like, you know what I mean? Like, the the known unknowns and the unknown unknowns (laughs) back when the unknowns were unknown. Yeah. Could be about a relationship. Could be about growing up. I just wanted to go back to some of that innocence. I think it'd be fun. And Johnny, what you said earlier, a springboard to me too, on the mental health thing. And this is way heavy. And and I don't know if it'd be a country thing, could be a pop thing. It could probably fit in a lot of ways. But if it's from the point of view of somebody who has committed suicide and they're seeing like out of their out of body experience, oh, like wow. going to their funeral, seeing Whoa. what, how much they were loved. It's like I didn't know, like how much it was going to hurt people. I didn't know how much people cared about me. Oh, that just gave me chills, dude. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Right. That's that song of the year, yeah. country. That's country. You can do that, country. That yeah. would be. That's like I drive my truck, man. That's that can be that happy, yeah. mm-hmm. and be really, really freaking good. Because it's positive, it's hope, right? That's a hope song that just can change a lot of lives and save lives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if there's a thing to like, hey, let people know, I wish they'd let me know what I didn't know. Like, I wish I'd know. Like, maybe people are showing them, but they can't receive it. They're just not seeing it. Or maybe it'd be a encouragement to speak yeah. love. Yeah. And maybe that's the last part. What I didn't know is how to receive it. Like, they, they were showing me the whole time. Yeah. What I didn't know was oh, yeah. that they were trying to tell me this. What I didn't know was they were trying to show me this. What I didn't know was, and yeah, like maybe give them the key yeah. to that connection in the song. Like you're looking at this differently. You got, you're looking at it wrong. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of service in that. That's beautiful. So that's, that's heavy. Yeah. Yeah, but impactful. Yeah. So I think that could be, you have to craft the crap out of it to get that story kind of in there, but it could be done. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. I always try and think of angles too that because 
you know, I love writing relationship songs. I mean, that's like, I feel like majority of the songs, yeah. but I think Brent, even when I've come into sessions with you, I'm like, Hey, how can I, how are there other ways to spin a title? That's maybe not love. Cause I mm-hmm. also feel like that's, you know, the first thing you go to. So to have something or yeah, you keep pushing those boundaries and come with something that, that, uh, is really powerful like that, I think is, is cool in any way you can challenge yourself. Mm-hmm. Or, or at least I feel for me just because love, I feel like is the default to go to. So something like that's really, yeah, really powerful. Sure. I got one for you on that note right there. You just made me think of it, Haley. Uh-huh. And this is for you. This is for oh. you. I, I don't even know what your brand is. <laughs> Shut up. No. Okay. So how about like a culture change, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're a Canadian country artist, mm-hmm. but let's say you, you know, you come down to the South and you spend some time. Oh yeah. And you're like, I knew I like country. I knew I liked the South, but what I didn't know was like what it's like to go mudding on a Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. what it's like to mm-hmm. the things that are just inherently Southern United States yeah. that you could celebrate that from the perspective of an international artist. Mm-hmm. Like you have these connections to country music and, and that, and, it's, and it, maybe it's a way to, 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 to play it against up here. We do it this way. But what I didn't know is down there, like this happens, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And it could be yeah. like a kind of a comparison, a fun comparison. Yeah, that's cool. It could be like, I didn't know that Starbucks was so much better than Tim Horton. No, oh, I was oh, high oh, on that hill. I'm just I am kidding. <laughs> through and through. I will be getting Tim's after this podcast. <laughs> but uh, it, it is a bit of a, a difference though, for sure. Like, you know, Alberta is a very, I feel like out of any province in Canada, it's probably the most quote unquote country, mm-hmm. but it is different being down in the South. I just tried grits for the first time when I was yeah. down there. And yeah. then the place I was staying at, like you could so vividly hear the crickets like singing. Yeah. And I've never, you know, you hear that all the time in country songs, the crickets singing or whatever. And mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, wait, no, I, I get it now. Because when I was down there, I was like, wow, they're so loud. And <laughs> yeah. I can see why it's such a huge part of songs because if you're going to sleep every night in the summer and, mm-hmm. it, you know, so it's cool getting to go down there. And, and you always think like, oh, America isn't really that much different than Canada, but there's a few of those differences and, and they're fun. And I like to get to explore all that. So that's cool. And, and there's different parts of America too. Like I'll give you two examples. You just made me think of like, I remember the lonely highway boys from Jacksonville, Florida were up here and they moved to Nashville. And I remember them getting like freaking excited because they saw like a chipmunk for the first time. Wow. <laughs> they oh don't have gosh. chipmunks in Florida. And they're like, Oh my yeah. God, that's a chipmunk. Like, it's like they saw like a saber toothed tiger or something. I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, I grew up with them everywhere. And then Janelle from Arizona, my fiance, she's from Arizona. Oh, amazing. Like, she freaks with the fireflies this summer. Like, oh, she's ne- yes. never seen fireflies. I've, I've never seen a firefly. And oh. we went in like May to, um, what's that vineyard? It's just past night. I forget what Arrington. it's called. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, that's that one. Yeah. Yes. And then I, I saw them for the first time there and I was so excited. And it's so funny because I'm sure a lot of people are like, these are literally just bugs. But I was like, oh, my, it's so fun. They're glowing. And then these guys were driving. Like, it looked like these lights behind me. It was uh, 
yeah, it's just funny. But I guess people, it's the same way when people come up to Canada and they like see this amount of snow for the first time. Like they've mm, never yeah. seen snow. Gravy, gravy like, on your what? fries. You're like, what the hell oh, is yeah, this? Oh yeah, the poutine. I'm not a big poutine <laughs> girl, but yeah, that's, I know. What the hell is this? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I grew up in, I grew up in Wisconsin, Haley. And I remember the first time that we saw grits, like my band, I was an artist back in the day in a hair band and we were moving from Wisconsin down to Florida and Nashville just happened to be it was like halfway. Yeah. And we, we stopped and we we're driving like through the night. We're in Nashville in the morning. And I mean, listen, hair band, we smoked a lot of weed back in the day. You know what I mean? <laughs> and like, we're all baked and we're at a yeah. Shoney's and we're looking at the buffet and everybody just sort of stared like, what's that? <laughs> and we're like, I think that's grits. And we're like, what? Grits. Try it. I'm not going to try it. You try it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Amazing oh, in the hairband what you haven't tried. And you're still <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was like weird. Uh, but uh, you know, not a fan. Not a fan of grits. I don't like it. Yeah, I, I, I gave it a, like a six out of ten. It just was like, it tasted like salty yeah. oatmeal. Well, well, what was fascinating to me is like everybody's like, Grits are great with a lot of salt and pepper and butter and brown sugar. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, so's probably shoe leather. I mean, you yeah. put that much crap on it, it make anything taste good. Like, what's uh, the yeah. point? Butter and yeah. salt makes everything taste delicious. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> oh, it's a song about a person that grew up vegan and they had their first hamburger. No. What I didn't know was like, this vegan's BS. Like, let's, this <laughs> yeah. is me, is good. Yeah. The first ribeye, medium rare. And they're like, holy <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> What about like a CCM thing? You know, like mm -hmm. about somebody getting saved. What I didn't know. What I didn't know. I mean, God knows what I didn't know. I mean, you could do that. Like, God knows what I didn't know. As in, like, I had no idea what I was getting myself into, but yet he knows and he, he had me. So God knows what I didn't know. Yeah. So you kind of flip that both ways, like in the positive and the kind of negative way. So that'd be cool. Like, yeah, because somebody knows, God knows. Yeah, God knows what I didn't know. Yeah. I was totally unprepared for this, but that's cool because that's how he rolls. <laughs> you know, that's what those people he uses. Like, I'm going to throw you in over your head, but it's cool. I'm the lifesaver. I'm the life preserver. Yeah. I think it'd be fun. But he's got like a, I read some post of a friend of mine who is kind of freaking out about just life and why things aren't happening at certain times, but that, mm -hmm. that God has a plan for them and that everything works out the way it's supposed to. So it's kind of like God knows you almost have to put your, your trust and faith in, in God that he knows what is best for your life. And in the, in the times where you're like, what all the things looking back, all the things, what I didn't know, like he knew the entire time and was guiding me that way, you know, mm -hmm. which could be another, yeah. Adding on to, your angle of it too. So yeah. yeah, I think that's I think that's definitely where the angle. Let's see what else. What I didn't know. I mean the whole I got I got thing. another yeah. one. I got another one. Okay, so like what about it could be a coming of age thing, but it could be like it could be fun. Like I was thinking about first time I heard like the Van Halen record, right? It changed my life. I was mm -hmm. like, oh my God. Right. And mm -hmm. and I knew I, I was in a band since I was like in seventh grade. And I knew that I liked this and I knew that I, that's what I wanted. What I didn't know was like that right off the bat, you start playing a guitar and then you get attention. You know what I mean? What I didn't know <laughs> was like how fun this is going to be to play in front of a crowd and own them. Yeah. You know what I didn't know? You could really do like an artist thing on that mm -hmm. that just mm -hmm. celebrates the fans. Oh, yeah. 
and stuff like that where you're like, I didn't know how much they'd mean to me, you know, and you could yeah. really sort of That's cool. The long live by Taylor Swift. I don't know if you've heard that. It's a whole song. It's like kind of, it's, it's dedicated to her fans and, and um, it's like the whole, it's like long live the magic we made. So yeah, I could totally, that'd be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. I, I think yeah. of that song, I can't remember who wrote it, but a showman's life that I think George Strait's cut. It, I think Gary Allen's cut it. But I just remember the part about, you know, Showman's Life is a smoky bar and da-da-da, you know, all this stuff. is. Mm-hmm. But nobody told me about this part. Nobody told me about the, you know, they told me all about the wild nights and the whatever and all this rock and roll stuff. But nobody told me about kind of the loneliness of being on the road or this other stuff or the toll it takes on the marriage or whatever. I can't remember exactly what it was, but nobody told me about this part. So it could kind of be that other side, too, of like... I knew it felt really good when I hit a G chord mm-hmm. and I knew that I got attention when I played, but what I didn't know was most of rock star life is in a cruiser van out in the middle of nowhere, getting lost and hoping to keep your GPS signal or whatever. Yeah. That could be a thing too. Yeah. What I didn't know is that, you know, most good women aren't going to put up with me being gone for <laughs> three months. <laughs> yeah. time, you know what, I mean? what I didn't know was that, you know what I Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it's that's definitely that personally I could see myself taking that route because I I mean I've ever since I was like six I just like knew I was like I want to be a singer that was just like that was that's the life that I want and I've been so determined or maybe just too stubborn to quit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's funny though as you yeah grow older and then also get more into the industry there especially the music industry there's so many things that I'm like oh if I had known that if I had known this you know like. Mm-hmm. Maybe I wouldn't have jumped in as as fast as I did, but then also I have to think about the time when I was that wide-eyed kid that just yeah. didn't know any better. Mm-hmm. And that was what was what was cool about it was that I just wanted to just go for it. So Oh, like what I didn't know got me here. Oh yeah. Yeah. I like that. yeah. Maybe and maybe that's oh. the button up on it. Like you're like, you know what? You go through all of that stuff, like how hard it is, right? To mm-hmm. legitimately be an artist, the rejection, the learning, the getting screwed over, the, you know, boom, boom, boom. And then at the end, but you know what, what I didn't know got me here. And at the end it's, it was worth it because you guys are mm-hmm. here with me. Yeah. And it could be like that. Just bring it home with the, it's yeah. all about the audience thing. And they're like, hell yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> and the thought too, of like, as we we're all professionals here and having to sometimes reclaim the innocence and just the, mm. the purity of like, dang, I just love writing songs. Yeah. yeah. And to unlearn some of the things you've learned to get back to the kind of the pure innocence of just, I love creating or I love playing and singing for people and, and trying to get like the kind of the business stuff and like, okay, so I need to write, it needs to be up tempo and it needs to be positive. It needs to be in the moment. It needs to be all these, I need to do the checklist or just like mm-hmm. write the song that you feel like yeah. there's things of that of going kind of unlearning like trying to get back to what i didn't know like trying to remember what i didn't know or i don't know how you words get but the, back kind of to like, what mm. i didn't know yeah there's yeah. another one that's good man that's good i, love I think that. you know when you were talking about that I, I went out of the music industry i just think about watching like brett Favre play football uh, <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know what i mean because he never ever lost that just that fascination in the 
fun. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. just, we're just going to have a good time and I'm going to pull this out of my ass and, and make a touchdown. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. It wasn't calculated. It was just like all intuition, just fun. And it just, you could just see that it was just so, such a pleasure to watch because yeah. it really was, I mean, he was as professional as you could get, but it felt unprofessional. It felt naive. It felt, mm-hmm. you never knew what was going to happen. It was fun. It was interesting. Yeah. That's it. That's cool. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, man, we got some good looks at it, you guys. It's like we're already 33 minutes in. Hey. <laughs> I feel like we could go for another two hours because it's like so broad. I know. It, it's, uh, yeah, it's such an open-ended title that you could just dig into it for weeks. Yeah. Well, that's what's so great about like this exercise. And I'm glad that you guys introduced me to this too because this is something that I'm definitely going to take away because, yeah, I just think it's even just to, I feel like to get your brain – you know, whether you end up writing that song or not mm-hmm. to get your brain into that space of looking at things from all the different angles and kind of taking yourself out of it a little bit mm-hmm. and how you can serve that song the best is, is I think it's a really great exercise. So this is, this is cool. It's already got me thinking. So report back, report back and let us know. I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find you, your music, what you got going on, all that good stuff? Where do we where do we stalk you online only? <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> everything's uh, on my website, www.haleybenedictmusic.com, or you can find me on socials. Yeah, spell Haley, please. H-A-I-L-E-Y. And then Benedict ju- is just like the eggs, mm-hmm. so <laughs> should be pretty easy. But yeah, and then my, my socials are all at That's Me, Haley B., or if you're on TikTok, it's Haley B114 because that's me. Haley B was taken by myself and I couldn't remember the password. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Damn. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for, for saying yes, Haley. It was a pleasure to have you on. And I can't wait to hear your stuff, man. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Thank you. You guys. You can have an artist like Haley help flesh out your idea. Send your song titles into info at daredevilproduction.com. Put song title challenger STC in the subject line and have your song on the song title challenge. we got lots of more incredible artists, more incredible writers coming up in the future. So, you know, I just think that's cool, man, to, to be able to hear that yeah. and to hear a bunch of people kind of dig into your idea. So this podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shop? Would they shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. 
In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts, or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.